Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. We're back today, you guys, talking about new metal and talking about keeping a promise. We're talking about Saliva this week oh and their God. album, Every Six Seconds. Matt and Oz decided it was time to do saliva, and and now it is. It's that day, Matt. How you feeling? I'm apprehensive at best. All right, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna get through this as a as a family. But I mean, we gave them the Roach Coach bump. They're already reunited. They're ready to play shows. That's right. It's true. Now we just got to give them the Roach Coach analysis. But before we get to that, we've got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? And we got something called new, 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 new metal news. New metal news. It's the news. So it's the end of the year, but people are already talking about those 2020 festivals, or as we're calling it, the 2020. Oh, right. 2020. So the, one of the first festivals to announce is the Sonic Temple Festival. Columbus, Ohio, May 15th, 16th, and 17th. STF. We got a lot of hot bands in this lineup, Jenny. We got Slipknot. We got Deftones. Mm-hmm. We also have Stained. We do. Bring Me the Horizon. Evanescence. Dead. Three Teeth. And so many more. How do you feel about this lineup? It looks like it's got a little something for everybody. Mm-hmm. We got Suicidal Tendencies. You got Anthrax. Cypress Hill. Rancid. Also, Ice Nine Kills, who I've heard of but never heard a song. Might be good. I don't know. You're leaving out Metallica. Oh, yeah, Metallica. Metallica's <laughs> going to be there, too. Metallica's headlining on Friday and Sunday. <laughs> Sorry. You know me. I'm not that into metallica i mean yeah. i hear that i hear they're very good i'm kidding i've heard that pop albums. evil will be there mm-hmm. they've been the, suggested to us mm-hmm. uh knocked loose and code orange love me some code orange some of these bands in the lower small fonts uh, i'm gonna have to take your word for it for um bloody wood uh cherry bomb goodbye june uh, oh, Fire from the Gods. That's another one that was recommended to us. Dirty Honey. Okay. Um, Testament. They're an old band, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. I got to uh, say, mm-hmm. I I mean, Dead is in a relatively small font, and we know they're great. Mm-hmm. So it might be fun. It might be. Also, keep in mind, much bigger font for Alter Bridge. <laughs> true. Very true. So, something to look forward to this summer. Also, I think there's a new Deftones record coming, right? Right? In the Sounds, 50s? I mean, if they're touring. That's right. If they're touring, they might have some new hot tracks. Now, we did mention Slipknot is headlining. Very exciting. But we hope things go better at Sonic Temple than they Ooh. did at NotFest Mexico. Things got out of hand, Jenny. Yikes. That's true. Some maggots went nuts. 
and burned Evanescence's drum set. Take that, Evanescence. I mean, how could they not? They're not firefighters. <laughs> They're rock and rollers. <laughs> I guess you could be both. Firehouse was a band, right? That's true. Uh, That's true. So, That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's so fucking dumb. Like, I guess I don't really necessarily, I don't understand what was going through somebody's head as that happened. And I've done a lot of dumb shit, but like. But you never have been like, I'm going to burn the guy from Evanescence's no, drums. But one time I did steal a bunch of pizza that got thrown out and like throw it at people. And I think it was Good Charlotte. So. I'm sorry. Did you throw pizza at Good Charlotte? Is that what you're telling us? I honestly can't remember if it was Good Charlotte or Newfound Glory, but it was a warp tour in the like early mid 2000s. It was in Detroit. It was in Pontiac. Uh, and my friends and I, yeah, we stole a golf cart. Well, we didn't steal a golf cart, but it's possible that someone did. <laughs> and this story this, is the fucking greatest thing I've ever is, heard. I did not expect this story to go well, anywhere. It, Here we so are. It was. I think it was close to the last date, and there was like a vendor that. Well, whatever. It was like toward the end of the show. Obviously, they're like headliners playing, and I really, I really think it might have been Good Charlotte. I can't hundred percent remember, but we got the, we had these like somehow these giant trash bags of pizza that was getting thrown out. And we just took them and we ran up and just started whipping pizza at them. And it was because we thought they were fucking poser dorks. <laughs> so well, I, as I was like talking about this, like, why would someone do that? I was like, well, we didn't set anything on fire, but. But I did throw pizza <laughs> while mocking lifestyles of the rich and famous. I could swear. I, man, I really can't remember which one of those two bands it was, but. Uh, part of me wishes it was Bowling for Soup. I could oh. really it throw some pizza at It them. definitely oh, yeah. wasn't Bowling for Soup, but it was a band that was like prominent in that whole pop punk situation. So, all right, if you, if anyone from Good Charlotte is listening, let us know if you recall getting pizza thrown at you by a young lady in the early two thousands. Oh, it wasn't Pontiac, just Michigan. me. It was a group of like five to ten friends. All right, so this story just keeps growing in the telling. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Lord of the Rings and this story growing That's in right. the telling. Uh, so, all right, well, there you go. Drum sets being set on fire. Jenny throwing pizza. It's may it's going to be mayhem at the concerts this summer. That's all I know. Uh, we also have to talk about who's on other podcasts. Who's on other podcasts? It's me. It's you. Uh, it was me. I got to the pleasure to be on the Psychohead Blood podcast love with it. Scribble, who Hell I yeah. love, and I love his podcast. We got to talk about our favorite Rage Against the Machine songs. It was a true delight. I love doing it. Check it out. It's wonderful. Also, Scribble grilled me on questions about this show. He had a lot of great questions that people have not asked us, like the long list what is it he also asked about how we can do this show for so long and not be i i forget exactly how he said it but not be jerks about it and uh you know i don't know we're just we're just doing it uh so it was really fun so definitely check that out the psychohead blow at podcast highly recommend it a lot of fun to be on and to listen to and uh jenny we gotta talk about who's emailing who is well i'll tell you who is 
It's Noah. Noah sent us an email. The subject is greeting and thanks. He says, hey, guys, I just wanted to reach out and say thanks for all you do. The show's great. I found it when searching around Spotify for my favorite band, 10 Years, the band from Family Values. And many episodes later, I guess I'm a roach rider now. Congratulations. Yeah, you're one of us now. For life. Born in the mid-90s, growing up in the Midwest, new metal was all around me. But even more for me since I was a diehard wrestling fan. However, it was early enough that I really only remembered the hits and what held up. So I appreciate discovering all this good and not so good music with you guys. You make my days in the office much better. So thanks. And that's from Noah. Thanks, Noah. Thank you, Noah. Much appreciated. You know what? There you go, Jenny. Ten years. Super fan. There we go. There we go. We got one. Uh, we also got to talk about some of this Kane Hill feedback that Kane we got. Hill feedback. It's feedback. It's feedback. Over on Facebook, Jake Leach said, all right, I got to come back in with a hot take. I'm done with all the model- modern metalcore bands that, quote, don't get why people call them new metal. End quote. When it's clearly influenced by fucking new metal. Just because you're not rapping and using turntables doesn't mean you can escape the amount of Slipknot, Rob Zombie, Manson, and Power Man 5000 that is slathered all over this album. It's a good record. Just come on. It's very new metal. I hearty agree, Jake. All right. Scott Bikowitz says, I've followed this band since the beginning, and I, too, own a copy on vinyl. The album art is pretty vile, but it pairs perfectly with the album. It's it's very dark, raw, in your face, but has industrial grooves and thrash metal guitars. The lyrics don't hold anything back either. I mean, they even include porn audio clips at the end of the song Cream Pie, LOL. I highly recommend the last album, Too Far Gone, and the acoustic EP, Kill the Sun, which has some major Alice in Chains vibes. I feel attacked, Scott. Fantastic band with a sound that's consistently evolving. I got to see them last year, and they put on a killer live show. Uh, Austin Count says, Who drools, sucks fingers, smears stuff all over their faces, and screams more? The band Cane Hill or a band of toddlers? I had never heard of these guys before and actually went to put on this album after the episode. Pretty good stuff. Also, I just found out they have a straight jacket for sale as merch. And indeed, for $30 American, you can get yourself a Cane Hill straitjacket. Put it in your mouth with your chains. I mean, 30 bucks. That's a pretty reasonable straitjacket. Not that's, bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, the things I've spent $30 on. <laughs> right? I've been buying Cane Hill straitjackets this whole time. I'm a indeed. fool. Uh, you fool! <laughs> you fucking idiot! How dare you buy food? Oh, There's man. a straight jacket that needs to be purchased. Put down that goat cheese right now! <laughs> <laughs> buy the straight jacket. Do it for the gram! Yeah, that's true. My $30 goat cheese budget is... $30 How a week. dare you have a $30 goat cheese? It's a lifetime budget. <laughs> like every every month. I only no, I only get to enjoy $30 of the Well, it's a lifetime budget. My whole life. <laughs> That's not true. I spent millions on goat cheese. <laughs> uh, Chris Freeman says, I didn't expect much when I My saw the two name. two biggest expenses. <laughs> My student loans and goat cheese. And I'll tell you what. Goat cheese is the colossus in that situation. <laughs> I spent a little on state schools and a lot on goat's cheese. <laughs> Thank you, goats. <laughs> Thanks, goats. Sorry, goats. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> Chris Freeman says, I didn't expect much when I saw the name of the band, which I had never heard of. But who knew this album would be an absolute fucking unit? Good up. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Mike Newton says, Rob Zombie, Corn, Corey Taylor's vocal style, Marilyn Manson, King 810, Old My Ticket Home, Static X Riffs. These are all the ingredients in the giant melting pot that is Kane Hill. And I honestly think it was completely intentional, but with so many influences, it almost seems genius instead of copycats. It's nuts. I heard these guys a few years ago and came in on a few parts where he was doing his deep psychotherapist crooning vocals and I hated it. So just let it go because the new new isn't something I was interested in. You know how when you don't like something and you're dead set on it until you find out your cool friends really dig it and then all of a sudden you hear and see what they see in it? Yeah, that's Kane Hill for me. After listening to this episode, I have come to enjoy this album quite a bit, much more than I thought. So maybe I'm a bandwagon jumper, but that's not a bad thing when the bandwagon is crushing new metal music. Hell yes. Thank you, Roach Coach, for making a fan out of me for this band. Awesome episode. Thank you, guys, and keep on rolling. Mike Newton just threw Kane Hill uh, out for the genius list. And we're also his cool friends, guys. Thank you. Wow. And I was like, who are his cool friends who like it? And then it took a second. I was like, oh. I am not used to be calling cool. Thank you, Mike. That's how cool I am. You're the best, Mike Newton. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Um, do we do we want to put... I mean, do we want to put Kane Hill or do we want to put Elijah? Do we need to table this? I think we need to table it. All right. I think we need to listen to more. All right, I agree. We need to listen to more Kane Hill. All right, more Kane Hill before we come to any sort of genius decision. But considered for the genius list. There you go. Thank you, Mike. On the short list of the genius list consideration. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and finally, Stephen Tilbury says, oh man, this album is pretty cool, but that cover is heaps yuck. It looks like some weird contraption from Saw, but not sexy, but kind of sexy, but not, but is it? And then mind blown. Steven, sounds like you've got to explore some stuff. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Hey, man. Do Everybody's got to explore some stuff. You got to work it out. <laughs> We're not going to yum your yuck or yuck your yum. Or it seems like it seems like his yum and his yuck are merging and he's not sure which is more yuck than yum. I mean, that's the question tale for the ages. Of life, tale yeah. of life, right? my man. Hey, Absolutely. my man. <laughs> yeah. I get you. Yeah, that's me in 2020. <laughs> hey, my man. A lot of my man. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, no one's going to talk to me by the end of the year. <laughs> we are hated. Yeah. That's okay. That's Goodbye, good. listeners. Uh, and that is it for who's tweeting. Keep on saying hello on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Com, the album of the week, you guys. It's Saliva with their album Every Six Seconds. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on March 27th, 2001. That's Matt, thick of it. Thick oh, of it. Sorry, I didn't mean to tell no. you when it was. No, you got it. You nailed it. Thick of it. Every six seconds coming out on that day. Uh, Jenny, uh, history with Saliva. Um, I knew that this was a band. This album cover looks very familiar to me. Uh, I, for, I rem- this has always been true that I have forgotten that there's there's a song, like their, their biggest hit song on this, which is like super just omnipresent, like, 
I never associated it with the band Saliva, and I mm-hmm. always just thought the band Saliva was a straight butt rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I've been reminded many times that that's not true over the years, my mm-hmm. brain is like, no, you will not remember that. <laughs> so uh, I had as much as as much familiarity with this band as anybody else that I don't have any like special emotional connection with it, but it, it was very familiar and it was super present at this time. How about you, Lauren? Uh, yeah. So I remember this band very much when they came out, I was not on board with what saliva was doing. Uh, but I still had heard a lot of the songs and as I found seeing these videos many times, these videos, which we will get to were real shocks to the system of just taking me back to, to 2001 and apparently watching saliva videos that I then buried <laughs> in my memory. <laughs> uh, so just to have them race back in, it was, it was nuts. Um, so yeah, so I was familiar with a few of these songs and I, of course I was familiar um, with the song uh, that the lead singer did for the Spider-Man soundtrack with uh, the guy from Nickelback, Chad Kroger. Who am I kidding? Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, but I never heard this album in full. Although this album cover, which we will get into, very familiar. Matt Nas, history with saliva. Yeah. You know, Jenny and I are kindred spirits on this. I'm surprised that they even came into the conversation for Roach Coach because I have always considered them a butt rock band. So here we are, face to face. With saliva. Uh, Jenny, who's in Saliva on this album? On this album, we have Josie Scott on vocals, Wayne Swinney on guitar, Dave Novotny on bass guitar. Why do I know Dave Novotny? You're thinking of David Duchovny. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I actually don't know. I I don't see any credits for him anywhere else, but he may have been in something else. Uh, Chris DiBallo on guitar and Paul Crosby on drums and percussion. Producer on this album, Bob Marlette. You might know Bob from his production work with Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, Rob Zombie, Sebastian Bach, Rob Halford, Leonard Skinner, Atreyu, and Il Nino. And he is he's a producer, he's an engineer, he's a mixer, he's a keyboardist. My man's also a songwriter. So uh, we got a we got a real pro behind the boards. Uh, Jenny, hit us with them genre tags. Genre tags for this album are new metal, alternative metal, and rap metal. There you go. So top there tag, top tag. Uh, I have a physical copy of the album here. It was a big thrift. I am sad to say I do not know where I picked it up from. I I don't know. Maybe it was magicked into my collection. I don't know. But I know I didn't own it prior to starting this show. <laughs> and uh, these album, this album art, uh, Jenny, uh, you said when I sent this to you, you said this was um, after listening to the album for the past two weeks, uh, you said that this, this album art was like a chef's kiss of perfection after what you've been listening to. That's exactly right. Um, it's just, so the cover... Uh, is a woman wearing a necklace that has, uh, uh, it says saliva on it. 
Uh, she's wearing like a neon pink lipstick. Looks like she got a little on her teeth there. That's okay. Uh, so that was like very memorable to me. But yeah, we've got like a girl and looks like either some pajamas or underwear listening to the band, their poster in the background. Um, these guys oh are, boy. yeah, they're, they're all wearing black. They've all got some combination of highlights. It looks like we've got, uh, an old like ombre, perhaps a first ombre. <laughs> and then the historians <laughs> discovered the first ombre. Yeah. We have like a series of different goatees and chin straps and soul patches here. Um, they just are definitely, they look like dudes who set out to be in a band. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of pictures on here that make me think, yeah, this is a rock and roll band. Yeah. Not this is a new metal band. There's an early season of the real world where one of the women is dating a guy who's in a band yes. in Europe. And there she is this poster up. Um, and it, that is what these photos are reminding me of. It's the very much the the lead singer leans in toward the camera. It's slightly fisheye, not obnoxiously so. Um yeah, we just got a lot of very like classic band photos and then just like occasional women probably thinking about the band. And then we've got one uh a lady on her computer. It's like a a very Yeah, this is a Dell Compact Gateway. Zeos. Huge. She's playing Blake Stone on this thing. <laughs> Listening to saliva. She's crushing Minesweeper. Oh, my God. Forget some, it. Some sick solitaire going on. Definitely. Uh, and yes, lots of every six seconds uh, artwork everywhere. Uh, uh, so what factoid are they applying to every six seconds? Are we going to get there? Or is it not really spoken? Oh, it's spoken. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're going to ask yourself, is it not spoken? Not with saliva. <laughs> On the surface. No. 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 No, they're, they're speaking to it. Uh, they're, they're happy to speak to it. So uh, this album, uh, so the title meeting, I'll just read it to you. This is what Josie Scott says. Uh uh, this was uh, given in an interview with Therese McKeon on the website ShoutWeb. Uh, everything we do is for a reason, and I felt like this was an opportunity to do what we wanted to do right down to the album cover and the album title. It was another opportunity to be creative and evoke thought. We thought the title, Every Six Seconds, said a lot about the world today and where our society is pretty much sitting. I got it from a news documentary I was watching that was talking about robbery and car theft and murder and other subjects. It finally got around to sex, of course, and they said that men think about sex every six seconds. I thought that was really interesting, and it kind of stuck in my mind. I think it says it all for me in the record. It's dealing with everything from the healing condition to anger to love and sex and spiritually and the disillusionment with society. I think the title is befitting. I don't know if it's true that men think about sex every six seconds, but that seems <laughs> fucking insane to me. I don't think anybody could get anything done. Six seconds? I like, I don't think that I talk to any 
dude i know I, we do this podcast for like right. two and a half hours <laughs> i mean add that up for you and me matt we've been in trouble we're in a lot of trouble Lauren. oh boy oh no oh, jenny boy. it's true oh, no. i mean if it is like uh, fine i don't really care but like, well then it, then it just becomes the secret life of how men function <laughs> it's like how do you order a fucking breakfast sandwich at tim hortons you know, like I'm just like I'm just I, I hope that I can fit in my order in the six seconds between I've been thinking about boobs and I stopped and I start thinking about them again. Apparently, can I have a wrap's neck? Oh crap! Um, <laughs> hey, uh, excuse me. Can I get a number? <laughs> did you did you want any cream or sugar in that cream! iced coffee? So much cream. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Your dick is blasted out of your windshield. (laughs) Ropes, ropes, ropes. Yeah. Uh, That's why we can't go to Tim Hortons anymore. That's That's right. right. That's why Timmy's is off limits. So that's why women have to run errands. (laughs) (laughs) Guys are at home blasting their hogs. (laughs) Every six seconds. Every six seconds. I feel like if I... Uh, maybe I'm totally wrong, and I've been so wrong before, but I think I'd notice if every six seconds, every man I know. But not in a row. <laughs> <laughs> every is six. Like, is it like the minutes or like however many hours you spend thinking about it? And then they're just like, well, if we were to divide that up over the course of time, it's on average every six seconds. Which still seems insane. <laughs> Same. That's uh, I just you guys. Know, I really there was no citation on this. Statistic. Remember that year that I just had sex nonstop. <laughs> yes, Brandon Boyd, we do. Uh, <laughs> welcome to my beef curtains. I I gotta say this every six seconds thing sounds like some pretty hardcore new metal math going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree. I'm I have I do remember hearing that though uh, around the time Absolutely. this came out. I've like, I have heard that statistic before, and I was just like, <laughs> I don't know if that like maybe that's true. I don't know Possibly. if it is, but that, it seems astronomical. It, it seems, seems like nuts. it'd be hard to like because that also means that brand new baby boy is popping bones thinking about doing it. I mean, look, you come out of uh, either a vagina or a stomach, right? Right. And right. Then you're going str- and that's pretty close. And you're going straight to the breast. That's true. Oh, jeez. It's the fault of women. I'm that blaming maybe you. you shouldn't put your big milky titties in your baby's face. <laughs> Get them big milky titties <laughs> out, of out of here. here. Yeah. Or he's going to be thinking about sex every, every six. six seconds. I'll be sure if I ever have a child. I'm just isolated in a chamber right <laughs> just give him a barbed wire yeah. he'll never think about sex Mm-mm. every six seconds so i want to mention this album was very successful platinum million it copies sold platinum. it went platinum but not until 2008 really yes july 2008 is when oh. it was certified platinum so okay it took a while but it had longevity. So while men may have been thinking about sex every six seconds, they were not thinking about saliva every six seconds, or they would have made this album go platinum a lot sooner. Right. But saliva was thinking about making this album platinum every six seconds. Yes. <laughs> so it all comes together. It all does come together. Uh, album was 
mixed reviews. All music, three out of five. Alternative Press, three out of five. CMJ, favorable. Melodic.net, three and a half. And Rolling Stone, unfavorable. Not surprising. Not really. Uh, All right. Well, I think we are ready to dive into this record. All right. The first song is called Superstar. Go to 128. 128. You've got it, buddy. Can it be a butt dive if you're already there in the butt to begin with? No. You can burrow. Burrow in that butt. I <laughs> think it's just I think it's just a butt hang. We're just hanging in that butt. We're just saying, hey, come into the crack. Butt life. Butt life. I actually think I was gonna save this for a later song, but I think these guys invented a new genre. New butt. There it is. There it is. Uh, here's some sweet facts for you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. From the time that they released this to the time that they sold a million copies, they were selling one copy of this album every 35 seconds. <laughs> every 35 seconds. Every 35 seconds. Wow. So they were almost at six times of thinking about sex. Correct. <laughs> but it was five, but almost six. And that's some new metal math, so don't check me. But <laughs> uh, You know what? This song seems to be about mocking the hedonism of trying to become a superstar. People who go out to California say, make me a star. Foolish. Either are you aren't. And saliva, stars. Jenny, thoughts on Superstar? I wouldn't say it was a hot open. It wasn't terrible. Like, I really had low, low expectations for this. So mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. It just sounds like a radio rock song. It, mm-hmm. I got a little new, but mostly it just seemed like alternative rock on this song. It was not for me, but also I could definitely see the majority of... <laughs> people that like I, I could see like large groups of people being very into this um no judgment maybe no a judgment. little <laughs> yeah 
yeah, I mean, honestly, I was uh, I was not mad at this. It just it it immediately struck me that there was not a ton of grit, a lot of smoothness. This is going down easy. I the the thought that hit me was, you could probably get away with playing this in the car with your mom. Uh, I don't think there'd be a huge problem. Uh, song me. What's that? Well, this, <laughs> but but why? This song though was like widely used in media. It was in oh, yeah. uh, a video game called Legends of Wrestling Two. It was in the Fast and the Furious. It was a theme song at WrestleMania eighteen. Uh, it was in like so, this was like a very heavy like video game soundtrack time. So it was in a whole bunch of them. Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2003. What? You might remember wow. from that. Yeah, so this was like a pretty prevalent song. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, I have to walk it back. It was every three and a half minutes. I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, imagine the seven years between 2001 and 2008. Every three and a half minutes. They sold a copy of this. So that would be like 35 times. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my that's my thumb tapping map. I was just tapping my thumb on the table as I did it. Anyway, a lot of times I think about sex. Just tons. A D A D A S. Matt, would you? What did you both think of the song? I did not like it. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I don't. I hope that's not a recurring theme throughout this album. But uh, I don't know oh. if I have um, a predisposition to not like saliva, but um, I don't like the riff. It it sounds a little bit too um, butt rocky for me, and I'm not a huge fan of the vocalist. So I'm going to have problems. I'm just going to have problems. I'm going to have to tap out already and be like, this one isn't for me. Please know that. But you're going to keep coming to me for my opinions. So they might not be great. We got some stuff coming up for you, Matt. I don't think you're going to like any of it, but it's still coming for you. So, <laughs> um, uh, Songmeetings.com. A lot of people showed up. I think my favorite comment is from Heartburn Kit, who said... It's all about the rise to and fall from fame for a rock star. In the first verse, the guy's trying to make it big. Second verse, he's there. He's living his dream, but on some level, he's not enjoying it. His life's still empty. In the last verse, he finally burns out on the sex, drugs, and rock and roll lifestyle and kills himself. You know, I noticed that a lot of saliva songs end in suicide. Dark. Dark edge. Very dark. Very dark. I'm ready for the next one, Jenny. All right, up next we've got Must Have Been Wrong.
Matt, you got to go to 135 for a pretty good butt dive. Buddy, I am there for it. So we got some chug here on the verses that made me think we're getting pretty new, but my man can't stop himself from these anthemic smooth boy moments that are just like that. Yeah, it just circumvents the whole um, new metal. Um, I, I don't want to use wine, but maybe wine is the right word because my man isn't wine and he wants to connect. He wants to connect to the audience. He wants to hit them cheap seats. Wants to hit the people. Do you see what I mean, Jenny? Oh yeah, these songs are very, very radio friendly. They're super duper palatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely dip into the new. The top of this song, the vocalizing sounds like you're being haunted by a pair of embroidered jeans. <laughs> like that is the sound you would hear in your closet if you're just yeah. like, "What is that noise?" And then Long just... time to see you. <laughs> yeah. It w- it, no, it's not long time to see you. It's the noises he makes. Matt, will you please play those sounds again? Yeah, Sorry. just go back to the top. This is the very, very top of the song. Here we go. <laughs> those are the sounds of being haunted by a pair of embroidered jeans. <laughs> Yes. I'm across. Your, your high key dresser starts like slowly vibrating and then like some light starts coming out. I'm also a flirtily. <laughs> yes, flirtily. Roy, like Roystone. Ryan, rhinestone Roystones. Oh, Roystone. Roy Flirtilies and crosses. It's the sound of John Varveo's coming for you. Uh, I Yeah, this song is like not for me, but. I can completely understand its appeal. It gets like just heavy enough without getting too heavy in certain sections. Right. Lots of very anthemic, palatable things without, and I, without being too cheesy. I could, I mean, it's, it's real cheesy. Okay. That part. Beyond. That's beyond. But that's from beyond the grave. We've established that. (laughs) Right. That's, that's, that's a sighting. That's, that's from beyond the pale. That's an incantation. Mm-hmm. That's bringing up some sort of strange hell demon that mm-hmm. even hell doesn't want. <laughs> so there's a couple things going on that, number one, this uh, the verses are very reminiscent of Vaseline by Stone Temple Pilots. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's it's almost a direct lift and shift. And then when I get to the the chorus, the first one, not the butt dive, it does bring me back in. I'm like, okay, I can see this a lot more. And I liked it a lot more. And then I was like, doesn't this kind of sound like 311? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. And it pulled me <laughs> right back out. And then uh, we took a butt dive. Or we surfed the cheeks. I wrote in my notes, these guys straddle the new butt divide. 
They do, but every single one of the influences we've mentioned, whether we like them or not, huge hits. Exactly. Very mm-hmm. popular. Yes. Yeah. Once again, we come back to sold more units than we have downloads. I'll tell you that. It's true. I'll tell you that in a minute. Yeah. We'll but, do that new metal math. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's real easy. Yeah. We ain't close. <laughs> but I have to say, I was I was into this one. I, I thought it was fun, and uh, I it, once again, as you said, Jenny, like there's no um, there's no subtext with our boys in saliva. It's all text. What went wrong? Literally, what went wrong in this relationship? Josie would like to know. One comment on songmeanings.com from Punk Bunny Fifteen, who said the songs sound like it's talking about an on-off relationship. I think you're onto something there, Punk Bunny Fifteen. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Up next, we've got a song you may know. It's called "Click Click Boom." people thought this was what our whole show was <laughs> was just talking about <laughs> click click boom every week <laughs> why not uh Jenny, lauren oh yeah lauren i gotta ask you yeah ask me ask me what are your thoughts about click click boom you know what click click boom has always been a song that i think i was resistant to because it seemed like it was made in a lab to hit all the new metal buttons. But listening to it and reading the lyrics, let me tell you, my brain was expanded <laughs> reading this because I have spent the last 18, 19 years, obviously every six seconds, so thinking about sex, but also right. can't thinking... Can't control that bone. Can't control it. But also thinking that this song was about a gun. I was wrong. That click, those two clicks and the boom, that's the click of a pen. And that boom is the lyrics being written out on a piece of paper. So did he forget that the pen was 
ready to write and then he I, clicked it and I it think retracts. He, I, I think click it again. he clicked it and it was already out and so he clicked it back in and then he's like oh shit and he clicked it back out <laughs> and then he wrote it down because you're right if he well, does it he does it the right way then he clicks it out then he clicks it back in and then he's just pushing he's just making an imprint unless but, he's using one of those pens that has like four different ink colors Ooh, or, that's true like, <laughs> that's true well there is like the click in sound and the click out sound okay and so that's like a oh all right so oh that's that's okay. click we click. tested it i yep. was wrong i'll i'll live with that but i understand because usually i would consider because it's one movement we just think a click but, but it is hey, a click click sounds and movements aren't the same thing man and that's <sighs> on me but click click boom your mind being blown click click boom it was very interesting to see that this song is actually about, you know, him basically coming out of that room as a child with a big imagination. Everybody else is out playing. He's up there listening to his favorite tunes, getting inspired, writing his own lyrics. And then he even says, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to make it. I'm going to break it. Then I'm going to take it after I've already broken it until I'm overrated. He's already saying, listen, I'm going to take it to the point where everyone's like, Josie Scott, overrated. He's already predicting his future. And and this is a rare song. We come across a lot where people are like, we're taking over. We're taking over. They didn't take over. But he's like, I'm, I'm hear me on the radio. You heard this on the radio. That's true. You I heard don't this everywhere. think he understood how many trailers this song was going to be used in. <laughs> uh, Jenny, the, the credits for click click boom just run it down real quick uh give me one second here because they're insane and plentiful featured in the films fast and the furious the new guy how high cradle to the grave talladega nights soundtracks for the video games ufc 2009 undisputed bmx 30 xxx i don't know could be porn could be 30 uh td overdrive mx 2002 project gotham racing and operation flashpoint red river it was also the theme of wwe's 2001 edition of no mercy wow song was around (laughs) song was indeed around you know what i wasn't uh i wasn't upset about it it also interestingly enough in the second verse has a diss, which I feel is a diss against new metal, perhaps corn. Because I'll just read it. What the hell is wrong with me? My mom and dad weren't perfect, but still you don't hear no crying ass bitching from me like there seems to be on everybody's CD. Wow. Wow. All right. Jenny, what do you think of Click Click Boom? I have heard this song so many times. It just seems like a dumb new metally butt rock song to me. This like to me sort of uh, this probably isn't going to be a popular opinion, but this is almost like the worst representation of like what new metal is. It's very popular and I get why people think that it's new metal and it is, but it's just like if you take away 
anything that made new metal interesting or cool. This would be like why if I tell somebody we do a new metal podcast, they're like, oh, God. And I have to be like, it's not like just this. Mm-hmm. There's lots of other very sweet stuff. It was a fu- it's a serviceable song. I get why it was popular, but I there's something about it that like. I get the whole thing of him like writing when he was a kid and everything and that's cool, but it all just seems like so insincere and I forget which one of you said it, but it does seem like it was made in a lab to me. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't. This, this is the thick of it. They this is a band that's been around since 1996, so like this is their second studio release. Mm-hmm. They've been around for sure, but the, the honestly the music seems more designed than the lyrics do. The lyrics feel, I'll be honest, I did not think the lyrics to Click Click Boom were going to be personal at all, and they actually feel incredibly personal. They feel, dare I say, true. I feel that he is being very open and honest about himself in the lyrics to Click Click Boom. Did not expect that. Matt Nas. So, I'm trying to figure out because this is what happens to me every single time that I come against a brick wall with a band where it's, it seems nearly impossible for me to like what the band is doing. And that just irks me because it's like, Hey, they're still a band. Like these guys work their asses off to get this record made. Mm-hmm. Making music is fucking hard. Being a musician is hard and getting an album out is hard. And here they are. They've done it. So I have a lot of respect for them being able to do this click click boom to me feels to your point lauren even though you went against it very formulaic it still seems formulaic to me it seems that it's kind of based on you know there's a couple things though that there's boom the pod song which i actually prefer to this song quite a bit but it usually seems people will go with this if they need like the click click boomed this is like used in a heist film you know like the trailer for the heist film right before they blow the uh the safe open or whatever mm-hmm. yeah but there's also a question is this their bodies yeah absolutely 100% but it's not a bodies me, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's their bodies. This is the one. This is the crusher. I don't think there's another song that we're going to hear on this album that is a, as intentional as this. And I could be wrong. But, like, is this a bodies? This is their bodies for sure. So, listening to this, and this might not. Well, so someone thinks it's their bodies because I listened to this record on Spotify and when it transitioned into streaming bodies was the first thing that got played. Mm. So there's something about listening to this that I mean, and of course I've listened to tons and tons of Spotify is deeply confused about me. <laughs> oh, I will me say. too. <laughs> so, but like that was the first thing that came up was bodies. This is definitely their bodies. Um, and I get it. I just, and I guess it is, a bodies and it is the bodies that isn't for me i think the one thing is that these guys are these guys are looking to broaden their audience and they are not looking (laughs) i'm just saying i'm just saying all right they're looking to broaden their audience 
looking to get everybody in, all right? Because they know, they know that every guy's thinking every six seconds. But what are them girls thinking about, all right? Every thinking six about seconds, I'll tell you what. What? What? Uh, a comb. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There it yeah. is. Because the comb's got uh, teeth. You know, oh, yeah. And so and so the women keep going. Yeah, yeah. so they going. got so uh, a comb keeps your hair neat, and your teeth keeps your food crushed. There it is. And you gotta floss your teeth. The strings, they were G strings. Now we're back on sex. There we go. Six, there seconds. Seconds. six seconds. I mean, it's six seconds without seconds. fail. It's without fail. I well, you did it every six seconds. Every six click, seconds. click, boom in that puss. You know what I mean? Uh, wow. Where else are you gonna put it? I'll tell you what. Songmeanings.com wouldn't have you disagree with that. Jaybird Six says, "When I first heard this song, I thought it said clit clit poon." Oh, Ooh. oh, Daniel poon. <laughs> Hello, fault Jaybird. Uh, actually, it's really gross to say that because that's what I call my youngest brother is Jaybird. <laughs> Ew, I hope that's not him. He would have been too young to write that. This was in 2003. But hey, every six seconds. Uh, uh, yeah. You ready? Uh, well, before we do, Jenny, this music video. Oh, yeah. God, these guys are weird looking. They're not weird looking. They're just like so aggressively like we are rock stars mm -hmm. in 2001. The video is them and they're playing. Well, I'll just read what I wrote in my notes when I sent it to you, Jenny. I said insane, insane. Saliva's playing in what appears to be the middle of a day of the day festival set, which is a terrible time slot that lasts into the night. There's a kid with a giant saliva tattoo on his neck. Who's into a hot girl with 2001 blonde streaks and her brown hair. And she has a giant saliva necklace like on the album cover. Her boyfriend who looks like a less. It looks like a smaller version of John Cena. Beats up this guy in the pit. This guy is upset. Blonde streaks girl is mad that her boyfriend beats him up. And pushes him. And then she makes out with neck tattoo on the hood of a car, and you think, that's it. That's what he's been looking for, right? Every six seconds, he's thinking about sex. But no, this guy's like, thank you for giving me the strength to get back in the pit. There we go. This video is nuts. The band, uh, you know what, just, they are, I do not know what to make of lead singer Josie Scott's hair. Because it appear it is very long, is very straight. But it appears to be gelled or something. It has something in it that makes it look like it is made of like thick ropes, but it is not dreads. Jenny, talk me through this hair. I don't know that much about hair, but I do remember in 2001, dudes were putting tons of product in their hair. Um, yeah, you got to get it iced and spiked and... And like, even if it was like long, you wanted it to look like there was a lot of processed. like, I remember lots of like purchasing lots of like sculpting creams and waxes in that time. It was like pre pomade. I mean, not pre pomade in the world, but like pomade has been like. Yeah. Before everybody like, became a lumberjack. Yes. No, it was or a very 50s much greaser. like, yeah, I, I remember lots of people I knew had like some sort of like flax product they'd put in their hair. Um, yeah, he looks of the time. He does. It's not, yeah, seeing it, yeah, that, He's that, doing that it totally right. makes sense to me. 
All right. Let's do it. All right. Up next is your disease. Stand by it. These guys created and perfected Nubot. This, this is, is very Nubot. First single from the record. Indeed. A good introduction to Saliva. Which I have to mention, we do actually need to live. If you don't have any saliva in your mouth, you're in trouble. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that dry mouth. That dry mouth? You I mean, that. Kid Rock said it best when he spent the night at Sally's house and woke up with cotton mouth. I mean, he couldn't speak because his tongue was weak from yodeling in the valley, guys. That's why he spent all of his time in that hot tub with the water. <laughs> and bubbles. bubbles up your ass. I got to keep my mouth lubricated. Uh, this one, you know what? That, that chorus, all I can think is, you know, let me see those lighters. Let me see those hands. Let me see you guys in... In the uh, what type of pit they making with this? It's not a mosh pit. It's like a. It's a bump and sway. Yeah. Here's, here's the problem in the pit for this band. Problem? Is, Go on. No, there's gonna be a problem. Okay. Because there's gonna be five to ten dudes that are way too aggressive for what's going on. That's what happened in the click click boom video. <laughs> That's ex. Well, they know their audience because that is exactly what's going to happen when these guys hit the stage. Because most of the crowd is going to be in a bump and sway and ready for it. And then you're going to have like five to ten guys ready to crowd kill. And it's just going to be a problem. So, Matt, Saliva is aware of this. They address this issue head on in the video for your disease. Jenny, this video... If men are thinking about sex every six seconds, the Your Disease video is thinking about sex every second. Every second. (laughs) I agree. It's like, I don't know. Like, I I don't get... There's, like, specifically, like, the tattoo part. Oh, boy. I guess... So, I, I know one of... A person that I know pretty well, her husband, like, does tattoos and, like... 
she's just like, yeah, like women come in there all the time. They're like being like super flirty and like overly sexual. And I don't care. I'm just like flirt with them and make your money. And I'm like, I don't think getting a tattoo is like a sexy experience. Maybe I'm just like a beast of a woman, but getting tattooed hurts a lot. And like, I've never been like, oh, yeah, like you're tattooing me. It's like, now it's like, hey, thanks for doing your job. And also, (laughs) ow, here's a lot of money. (laughs) Like, but in this video, and everybody else in the world would have you believe that it's like, oh, I'm being tattooed. I'm bad. Like, I don't know. It's very weird. This, I feel like the last video and, but this video especially, like, is putting forth this kind of image of like rock and roll, like in quotations. Mm. It's just like, we're bad, we party, it's like hot women, fast cars, like whatever this is embroidered pants let me tell you embellished clothes they got chain wallets they got all these hot models to be in the video but then they have all of them i I assume it's like they hear saliva's music and then they go into almost like a trance and then they break the fourth wall and make eye contact with the camera and it's uncomfortable and it keeps happening over and over again and to the point where you it's right you get to the part in the tattoo parlor where this woman's getting tattooed with her friend they're both very hot and they're like, Ooh, I'm getting tattooed. And then they both, or at least one of them looks at the camera like "Mm, pretty hot. It's just very weird. (laughs) And uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's here's um, here's like what societally attractive people look like. And they're all looking at you like, Hmm, we -hmm. like saliva. Do you? Do you? Do you want to hang out with us? Do you like the fact that we ripped out Southtown by P.O.D. for the top of this song? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you? Because we're hot. Do you like this episode of Daria that we were on? Because it was a season (laughs) five episode called Life in the Past Lane. Do you like Dracula 2000? Because this song is also on that soundtrack. Mm. Do you? Do you like Lord Drock? Do you like the PlayStation 2 game Aggressive Inline? This song is in that. Because we're on it. That's the hard part about hot girls, if you ask me. They all talk like like railroad villains. Exactly. (laughs) It takes 20 minutes to find out what they want. Mm. God, please, can you just order a coffee? Mm. (laughs) Do I want a cup with a hand or not? Just Mm. fucking... Please stop walking on those Louboutins. You Cream. Look, oh God. You're, Sugar. Okay. But you're spilling <laughs> shoe. You're truly walking and spilling your coffee everywhere. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh song I like, I like the reference to bloody shoes though. That was very good. That was very nice. Thanks. Uh, I know fashion. Uh, songmeetings.com. We got 17 comments. Commenter too bad. This, is this song, this song, is always good. <laughs> always, good? always good, always good. No matter when you listen to your disease, morning, noon, night, it's always good. I can't stop listening to it. I may have to go into rehab because this whole CD is addicting. 
then Cowgirl said, this is an awesome song, and it was great in concert. I was lucky enough to meet them, hug them, and be kissed by Josie Scott. They rock. A kiss wow. from Josie Scott. A kiss from, from Josie Scott. Diary entry, <laughs> February 2002. And you know what, though? There's always going to be one person. Who's the gonna, Matt of the group. Who's going to roll in to songmeanings.com and see these comments about meeting Josie and kissing Josie and being addicted and hearing the song is always good and think, uh, hello. And that person is Alshin, who said, you know, there's bound to be a meaning to these songs of theirs. Please stop and start thinking about what that might be. There's always somebody wanting you to do some goddamn homework. Which is mm. tough to do when I'm thinking about sex every six seconds. Every six seconds. Maybe you should have gone to sex school. All right. The day ends when you reach the first period. I don't know what I'm going on. Oh, boy, Matt. So it takes about 12 years, (laughs) generally speaking. (laughs) Depends, though. Depends. It's a 12-year course of study. I actually don't even think that's right. So... It, it it all varies. Some people are ready before others. Yeah, that's right. It could it could start and end at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Up next is a song called "After Me." gotta say it's saliva you know they just found this this very specific niche with creating new butt because you just got these real new metal verses and then they're like we're gonna we're gonna get just real almost praise and worship with these choruses that's just gonna draw you in that's just gonna get the people going it's gonna hit everybody front of the room back of the room just gonna feel it this is a catchy track they're gunning for the radio the radio if i was the radio saliva they're gunning for you be ready because they're coming this is an album track 
These guys are locked and loaded, ready to go. It's their third single. There it is. I stand corrected. This was a single. <laughs> I'm just here to correct you. Thank you. I fucking hate this song. There it is. You know why? Why do you hate it? Because they want me to like it. Ooh. And they've made it for me to like. Ooh. And I'm being obstinate. I refuse. Oh. When I was listening to it, I was like, if I can sing along to this song the first time I hear it, you've done too well. Oh. <laughs> I get you, though. Like There is a part of you that is like, this song feels like a song I've known my whole life. If these guys didn't make a bunch of videos, it was like hot chicks staring at you. I probably would have if this was like like a handful of guys from like the Dust Bowl who'd been working really hard, I'd probably be like, great, but I will one hundred percent admit that like I can't handle this based on what I'm given visually and like the interviews I've read with them. It's it's like you know what you're doing. Mm. No. <laughs> uh Matt Nas, thoughts on after me? You know, on face value, I actually kind of like the song. I didn't have as many problems with this one as I've had with kind of the past ones because it just feels like this is their pocket. This is kind of where I would almost prefer them to live when they try to enter more into the new world is where I'm like, not that I'm a fucking gatekeeper, but I'm just like, what are you guys doing? You guys want to be this band. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It just kind of feels like this is what's hot right now, so we're going to add a little bit of this, but we're going to do a saliva chorus on it. The thing that really struck me with this one, though, was that I, we've heard a lot of bands who were trying for it and didn't quite make it who dabbled in maybe a lot of butt, you know, think of a band like Flybanger or don't, that's fine. And, uh, but with saliva, there is a sense of craft and efficiency. I'm not waiting for a chorus, I'm not waiting for a riff. Everything is ready to go. The pop mechanics are there. They are 100%. And so with that in mind, I, I have to admire the craftsmanship. So I was I was on board with this one. And also, you know, I mean, th these guys may be the only people offering new butt, but you could do a lot worse. You could do a lot worse. Songmeanings.com. Couple good comments. Um, but my favorite was downvoted, shockingly, by a commenter wow. whose name was losing my faith. Jenny, do you want to read this one? Oh, yeah. I think this song sounds like a vampire song. I picture Lestat walking down a block in a trench coat singing this song. I love it. I also feel the vampire thing for Fault Line. Saliva kicks ass. Would Lestat be singing this song? <sighs> There's not enough hip swaying in this song. I, I, you know what? The thing that's funny is now that I've got Lestat in my head, all of these staring hot women make a lot more sense, you know? Yeah, I suppose so. Because that's... D d doesn't that... Isn't that something that the vampires do? They get, like, like the, the, the people in their thrall 
to then recruit more people. Yeah. Isn't that, you know, so that the vampires have more people to, to suck from? You gotta have more people to suck from. I mean, that's a classic vamp. I just need more people to suck from. <sighs> well, oh well, guess it's oh another well. Wednesday. <laughs> Better go back to cleaning this urinal. Oh man, so and thinking about sex. Yeah, every six seconds or so. Oh my gosh! Here's the thing, Lestat. He's not thinking about sex every six seconds. He's thinking he about it. Sex. He's thinking about it for an eternity. That's the his curse. Second. Yeah. yeah. He's like an six seconds. Bone. Oh man. Oh god. A, a two four seven three six five bone. <laughs> man. Oh man. Lestat's always ready to go. Always ready to go. Akasha, lady he meets at the bar. He's ready to go. I'm going to make a male health supplement called Lestat. <laughs> you will make you money. Up the walls. Raise the bones from the tombs. Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about, please see Queen of the Damned and our episode about the Queen of the Damned soundtrack because Lestat will take you on a journey. Are we ready for the next song? I'm ready. All right. This is a song called Greater Than Less Than. Our favorite comparison operator. <laughs> That's a new metal math joke. There's a vampire on the hill. Sorry. You're so lazy, you're so crazy, you got me crazy in my head. Who has not been there? Crazy in my head. Lazy, crazy in my head. Yeah. So first and foremost, you guys just got changed. How do you feel? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I feel... Terrible. <laughs> Matt, go on. I think you probably feel worse than I do. Well, <laughs> where do you begin? No, I mean, <laughs> here's the deal. This version of saliva is a lot more in line with what I thought I was going to get. Mm -hmm. 
And in a way, be kind of just like After Me being the song that it was, I don't hate it. And I don't actually, and I, I mean, what a fucking stand I'm making. But like, I get this song. I totally understand this song. I totally understand its placement on the record. And it's actually the type of music that I expect from Saliva. And it's not for me, but it doesn't make me as like, what are you guys doing as some of the earlier ones where they were going harder? Which is odd because I prefer more active new metal. I just don't particularly think that that's where this band excels. Yeah, I mean, the I haven't listened to the previous record, but it's called The Streets is a Mother. So I have to imagine that it was a little bit more of that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Lauren? I mean, I love Alice in Chains. This is well documented on the show. So I was on board when the chainsing happened. I said, oh, boy, this is going to make a couple people I know that I care about a lot not feel great. And I'm sorry, but I did enjoy this. I also enjoyed songmeanings.com. One comment with a comment to it. Commenter Ari Cakes said, it's not greater than slash less than, it's greater than less than with no slash. Talking to the person who posted on Song Meanings. They posted that on February 18th, 2008. On July 23rd, 2010, Der Penguin 44 rolled in says, according to the band record label encyclopedia and the rest of the internet, you're completely wrong. Got him. Don't ever post a comment like that again. <laughs> this is song meanings. This is about the meaning of the song, not some place to put your ninny high school bullshit. <sighs> Listen, there's a got him, and then there's a murder in the streets. And that's what happened here. He got him. He got him cold. He said, you're wrong. You're wrong according to the band, the record label, the encyclopedia, and the rest of the internet. They're done. You're completely wrong. He got him. He put a link on, and then he came in. He double killed him. It was a double tap. It was brutal. You shouldn't have done it to him, Dirt Penguin 44. You didn't need to do that. You didn't need Maybe to do it did. like that. What <sighs> year did Dirt Penguin do this? Oh, 2010. It was 2010. Couple oh. years later, <laughs> so two years, a bunch of time, yeah. a solid. We have to imagine that okay. Derp Penguin read this in 2008 and said, "You know what? I'm going to do the research, and I'm going to do this like Ken Burns style. <laughs> I'm going to go hard in the paint on this one." Two years later, he emerges and he's like, "It is greater than slash less than." unequivocally that is what it is i need to let i have to educate some fools oh that was me around thanksgiving talking about the results of the popular vote of the 2016 election (laughs) it's been some years it's been three years (laughs) somebody was like it's not possible that somebody would get more votes than somebody else and not be president and i was like it just happened. It's happened five times. And here's all the links. Okay, but I guess my point is I'm like, no. No, no. So I'm just saying, I might be Dirt Penguin 44. 
I get it. We are all yeah. Dirt Penguin 44. Don't ever right. post a comment like that again. Again. This is song meanings. This is about the meaning of the song. Not some place to put your ninny high school bullshit. Ooh, dramatic oh. readings. <laughs> Very dramatic. It was dramatic. necessary. It was necessary. Oh, okay. All right. Up next, we've got a song called Lackluster. Just quickly say, hey! (laughs) Very new metal lyrics. I'm falling away. My skin turns gray with time. I'm actually, I'll just read this. Goes, hey, I'm falling away and my skin turns gray with time. Hey, and I'm dead in my grave. Why don't somebody tell me why? Because I'm hopeless and I'm stupid and I'm helpless and I'm useless. That's why I'm stuck in you. Mm, that's what I say to Whoa. every corpse I see. Oh, man. Jenny, thoughts on lackluster? At this point, I feel like I understand what I'm getting. I can see why it's popular. I think it's crafted well. I think it's executed well. That said, I don't know. Much the opposite to how I like buy in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm almost... I have to admit the same way that I do when I'm super bought in. I think I'm so far bought out with this band that it's like, I can see why I can see why it's popular. I can see why it went platinum. I can see why people love it. I just, I don't know. There's something blocking me. I just can't, I can't get into it. I am with you, Jenny. I am your brother in arms on this one. But there is something about what's happening here in what's about to be the back half of this album, which I can't believe we're just getting to the back half of this album. Hey, Uh, hey, we got so many songs left. Um, There is something interesting about uh, patterns that I didn't recognize about myself, meaning this song kind of starts smooth boy and goes to more aggressive vocal style i think i am better when it goes from smooth to hard than i am when it goes hard to smooth who isn't every six seconds come on (laughs) there it is when i go hard to smooth 
That's what, that think, indicates a problem. I think, boy, oh boy, I'm oh. butt typed. <laughs> and then I like realize what I did. Mm-hmm. But I, I no, I, I think I prefer a smoother execution of the vocal style into a more aggressive vocal style than I like when it's like, oh, this is fucking going for it. And then I get a quarter and then I get a chorus that's like, and light your candles, because here we go. Like, no, I don't I don't like that as much. But this song I enjoyed. I am not as harsh on this song than I've been on the other ones. Lauren. I mean, these hooks are money in the bank, you know? It's yeah. yeah. It's just I can't I, I can't fault the craft, you know? Like like I, I think there's this uh there's this often talked about authenticity in music. You know, going analog. We didn't use any electronic effects. We just kept it real. But that stuff's all that's a the whole conversation, but but I think there and also something that a lot of people said about new metal is that it all was phony, artificial, money grab, whatever. But I listen to this and I just hear the songcraft. I I hear it being designed, but being designed with a purpose, and it feels. I, I keep coming back to like it feels weirdly genuine in ways that I did not expect from Saliva. That's kind of where I am with that. Only one comment on songmeanings.com I wanted to point out from Anime Angel, who said, this reminds me of being with someone you don't really want to be with, but they have a hold on you. Like perhaps a hookup person that just has some chemistry with you and you know they're no good for you, but you still keep going back to them because of the feeling you get when you're with them. And I mean, in an intimate way. Just a guess, but you know what? I love saliva. Wow. That could be it. Yeah. That person also wanted you to know that they are thinking about sex every six seconds with somebody that they shouldn't be. (laughs) That's some new metal biology right there. It really is. So we've had some new metal math. We've had some new metal biology. And now we get to new metal geology. We've got fault line. Jenny, this song asks the question, who is truly at fault 
when a relationship ends. Because this guy's not looking to place any any blame. On anyone? On anyone. This well, is Beans. It, it, I mean, you know, probably depends on a lot of different things. Sure. But I'd say, generally speaking, shared responsibility. Mm-hmm. With each individual, time, place, and history, a lot of factors involved in success or demise of a relationship. And you know what? Even if a relationship ends, that doesn't mean it was a failure. It just means that it was time for a relationship to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Esther Perel will have you know that relationships used to last about the time, like half the time that they're expected to now. So... It's more like people have uh, either several different relationships or many relationships within one relationship. That, I think, boy, oh boy, I don't want to talk about saliva, you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I I took a hard left. (laughs) But I'm with you. I, I completely understand that. Like, there is a part where it's just like, I, I took uh, like a sociology class or something like that as one of my general eds when I was getting my degree. And it talked about that exactly where it was like in the relationship curve, there's you've kind of got to create the new part of your relationship to keep the relationship going or else it will backslide. It'll start going down. And it's like, oh, you have to enter this new phase of your relationship. Yeah, the other thing that she talks about that I think is fascinating is that, like, historically, there was a lot more community involvement uh, for people. So they would get a lot of their needs met by a larger community. And you knew specifically what, what was expected of you from all these different people in your life. And now that we have more autonomy, we look for those needs to be met by our partner and also by our job. And so whereas in the past, like you'd expect a certain amount from your partner, a certain amount from your job, and then you'd have like your larger community, your village of people where you knew your role within that. You now have all this time to wonder, like, who am I? Who are you? How do we fit? What do we do? And it's just like a whole new dynamic on a relationship between two people where you're like expecting somebody to be everything to you and then expecting your job to be everything to you in the other ways and in, in, in ways that we did not historically Look for that. Esther Perel, everybody. Look her up. Incredible lady. Lauren. What do you think? I think she's Saliva or her (laughs) points? I mean, I thought you made a lot of really good points. I think you're definitely onto something there. I would say with Faultline, I was feeling this vibe once again. Feeling that it was coming from a very real place. And I wrote my notes. I felt this one. This makes sense as a mid-album track and not too snoozy like right in there like th- this placement makes sense you wouldn't put this any earlier and i wouldn't put it any no absolutely not all right up next we got a song called beg
This gave me major Stuntable Pilots core era vibes, uh, which I did not expect to get. Um, Wicked Garden. Yeah. Wicked Garden, sex type thing. Sex? Oh, sex Every type six thing. Seconds. Every six go. seconds. Boner. Oh, boy. Let me uh, tell you. Jizz, jizz, ropes, ropes. Jeez. Titties. I'm so glad I don't have a, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really frustrating. Uh, <laughs> every six seconds. Every six is. seconds, man. Let me tell oh. you, it's a huge problem. Um, every second, I'm frustrated. <laughs> I've fucking had it up to here. Yeah. This song seems to be about the doubters. It's got the line, I bet you'd beg if you were serious. You doubter, you doubting saliva? You doubting, doubting Thomas? Let me, let me tell you, anybody <laughs> who doubted saliva? Dumb. Duh, 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 dumb. These guys, they figured it out. They cracked the code. I guess I'm an idiot, right? Okay. Well, no, yeah, Matt, you same. didn't, you didn't, no, you know, no, 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 you guys didn't, you guys didn't doubt them. You just didn't like them. There's a difference. Mm. There's a difference. Mm. I don't want to pull back the curtain too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Jenny. I mean, I I don't have the opportunity to doubt them. They're mm. already very successful. <laughs> but I will not lie and say if I had the opportunity that I wouldn't have doubted them. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'd like to be transparent about that. I would have been wrong, as I have been many times the and same will here. be so many times before. I will mention in the liner notes, D Dog. D Dog. In his thank yous, thanked everyone at Island Def Jam for having the guts and brains to snatch us up and for putting your money where your mouth is. Wow. That's why I don't like this band. Oh, is that it? I mean, other than the music, yes. (laughs) The attitude. (laughs) The attitude. It's just so fucking cocky. Is it cocky if you can do it? These guys rolled in. They said, hooks, we got them riffs sure we got them we're gonna give you platinum plaques we're gonna give ourselves platinum plaques you need a song for a video game or movie we got we got them we're your guys we got them we got them no no question asked you got a movie about dracula in the year 2000 here's a song daria here's a song listen they covered it all they covered all their bases any type of video game racing sports a golfing game somebody's like saliva saliva's like yeah yeah, we'll, we'll put put our song in a golfing game. I'm surprised these guys weren't in a Tony Hawk. Maybe they were. You don't get to be a gross, cocky turd because you can pull something off. Mm. In my, I mean, in the world? <laughs> yeah. 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 You 100% can. Absolutely. Yes. But you know what? If oh. you want to impress Jen Sosha, which I think maybe one person does in the world maybe it ain't gonna fly saliva uh, will be fine not but, around here baby but to me it's just like they are I, they are pulling it off but there's just too much there's too much like external there's too much ego for me there's too much dripping with the like I don't know, like you, the spoils a, of the stereotypical that rock is star such thing. Such a weird and appropriate word to use for this band. This band is dripping. 
It's saliva. It's saliva. It's their hair is dripping with product. Their eyes are dripping with sunglasses inside. Their the chains are dripping off their neck. Oh, they got incredible the amount of rings. A lot of rings. A lot of rings. They dripping. They got that drip. Yeah. What we got next? Uh, oh, here we go. Up next, we've got Hollywood. Mm. I'm going to tell you a little story about a place. <laughs> it's far away from here. When the hills are flying, no, no, no. Little vaginas popping. <laughs> and I see you in the corner with a lady. Every six seconds, it's a boner. figure out how i knew this song mm-hmm. but then i remembered that yeah. i uh i wouldn't say frequent but i somewhat occasionally go to a karaoke uh thing and there is a specific dude who does this song every fucking time oh man i was this like is... why do i know this song <laughs> and then i was like that guy because i'm always like saliva this guy doesn't look like he's about to sing saliva, and he fucking nails it. He's like the most unassuming looking dude, probably mid late fifties. He's always wearing like a winter coat, no matter the temp. I love that guy. This guy. I do too. I was like, whoa! Because when I heard this, I was like, why do I have like a fond? Why is there like fondness in me? And then I was like, oh yeah, this fucking guy. Always does this song, but saliva doing it. <laughs> if that dude was saliva? a vocalist for saliva, doing their own song, <laughs> no. no bueno. If we took that guy from karaoke and uh-huh. put him in saliva, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, the secret ingredient yeah. to saliva is coats. <laughs> yes, that's the secret. The secret ingredient oh. to enjoying saliva is not being me. So this I mean, we have oh, so, buddies, we have so many great going to L.A., going to Hollywood songs. I mean, the, Into the Great Wide Open by Tom Petty. I mean, just, there's there's even more. When this one hit, I was like, all right, I think I know what's happening. And then I'm going to Hollywood. I'm like, oh, I was thinking about sex ready to go and then i wasn't anymore well after that six seconds there's another five where you aren't thinking about it right the cool what i like to call the cool down the cool down the cool down down period so 
the thing that really struck me with this song is that it seems like they had the chorus ready to go. They were like, we got this chorus. I'm going to Hollywood. I'm chasing my dreams again. I'm going to Hollywood. I'll never be the same. Done. Once again, another money in the bank chorus. But then he's like, I got to write this verse. I got to write this opening verse. And I feel like, listen, these these guys are never going to get within a hundred miles of Ross Robinson. But I feel like a rewrite of this first verse is needed because I wrote in my notes again, 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 because I'll just read it to you. The first, the lyric is here. I am again, sitting, watching all these people that I'll never see again. Goodbye to all my friends. I'm leaving this place and I'm never looking back again. My friend three agains and another again in the chorus and then another again in the chorus. And I was just like, all these agains are killing me. So many. Let's get them out of here. Let's figure this out. Let's take the time to figure it out. Because I feel like, for whatever you feel about this chorus, this chorus is money in the bank. Let's spend some of that bank money on these verses. So, that's what my feeling was. Jenny, uh, we know how you feel. Matt, we know how you feel. (laughs) Songmeanings.com. A really great comment. Jenny from uh, Go, was this Gobwank? Is that what this person's name? Gobwank? I think so. This song rocks. This song to me is one of them songs where I can look back at my life and think, yeah, I don't regret a thing I've ever done, except for the chick, but that's a different story. It also makes me want to achieve my dreams. Thack, you saliva. For making such a great song in this diabolical world. <laughs> Thanks, Gobwank. Uh, and thank you, Saliva. Thank you, Saliva. Oh, man. I don't regret anything except for the chick, but that's a different story. But that's a different story. For a different day. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, man. Well, got to go hit that dusty trail. <laughs> That's another story for another day. Oh, no. Gobwank. Gobwank. Don't. For you to say, well, no, tell us. Gobwank, no, tell I'll, us. I will never oh. ask somebody who does something like that another question. No. Hey. No. You lead Jenny Bloomer on. There is no follow-up questions. That was my entire career in property management, was working with people who'd be like, but that, well, (laughs) let's just say that was a time. And I was just like, I think there's something wrong with me. (laughs) I take a sick pleasure of just not saying anything (laughs) and let it be quiet. I'm like, if you want to tell me, you fucking tell me. Just tell me. Don't lead me down the path. And then stop and be like, but what's next? I mean, I guess that's like the time that me and Neil Armstrong had that date. But that's a story for a different time, I guess. Okay, cool. Well, talk to you later, <laughs> Gobwank. <laughs> All right, but uh, I guess that's when you could say things got. Real <laughs> silence as long as we need it. So be like, well, what happened to us? Like, well, they're ready to come to you. 
<laughs> right. Like, it's like, mm, mm, you see what happened was. <laughs> Just fucking tell me. Neil Armstrong was at the hotel I was staying at. I don't I don't need soup from you. I'm not like begging. Just tell me your fucking story. And I went to the hotel bar and <laughs> Neil Armstrong was there. And I said, can I buy you a drink, Neil? And he said, yes. And we had drinks together. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will say I have softened. I've softened this over the past decade or so. I will be a little more generous with questions, but there's something about that drives me fucking crazy. But I guess that's nothing compared to my friend Drescher's story. Oh, no. Jenny. I would immediately interrogate you about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, as much as I want to hear the friend Drescher's story as well, I got to know what's going on with this next track. Oh, well, it's called Dope Ride, and I guess we can all find out together. But I guess the question I have before that is how respectful of our time is this record? Well, I suppose I could tell you that, my, that it's 50 minutes and 54 seconds. Uh, yeah. It's about as respectful as this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> An hour or two. Oh, Here boy. we go. <laughs> Just waving them around. In Southtown. Let me tell you, this middle finger won't go down. <laughs> it's a Look at this problem. thing. It's a problem here. You know? And I then I've got I this joint issue. I well, on top of that, I got a middle finger that won't go down. I got a boner every six seconds. I can't get a job anywhere. It's a problem. My nose is bleeding. Oh boy. <laughs> and I'm moving to Hollywood. <laughs> oh, oh man. Again. Um these are some pretty new metal verses. Throwing matches atop of the gasoline, throwing rhymes like ratchets, players with patching, patching, passion. Uh, my favorite line, though, is you're talking local. I'm talking nation. Stop thinking locally. So I was thinking on a national level. Mm. What are you doing over there? You got to think bigger, global. Yeah. yeah. Intergalactic. Intergalactic. Go to space. Go to space. Why haven't you gone to space yet? Hey, bro. You go to space? You go to space. You want to take this brand worldwide? Your vision's not big enough for me. I'm taking this brand intergalactic. <laughs> I want to attach this cart to your horse. <laughs> My horse? Is a rocket ship. <laughs> it's uh, going. Then get ready for a bumpy ride. I want billboards on Mars and Uranus. <laughs> Dude. Stoner advertising unit. Yes. Um, so I'm assuming you guys also the really SAU? like this song. What's that? 
the SAU, the, the Stoner SAU? Advertising Unit. Get SAU certified. Yeah. Oh, get right. SAU certified. <laughs> Virginia Tech. Let me tell you, if you are not Stoner Advertising Unit certified, what are you even doing? Um, yeah, so we all love this song. We thought it was one of the best songs we've ever heard. Um, ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Um, Jenny, I cannot believe that I'm saying this, but we are on the last song. Uh, yes, we are. It's called My Goodbyes. The last day of Earth. I'm alone. I am the Omega Man. The desert sun beats down on me, raging hot. These are indeed my last goodbyes. To the world I leave behind, I say to you, thank you. For nothing. (laughs) If only. Yeah, baby. Hey, Prowler. Prowler. What's going on? Wow, I like your sweater. Thank you very much. It, it was a Thanksgiving gift from the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it says, Mitch- it says, hey, precious daddy. Oh, I remember throwing that out. <laughs> you threw it away. Yeah, it's his saliva sweater. He had all the all the lyrics to my goodbyes. He cross-stitched on it. And I told him he had to get rid of it, and he wouldn't. So I threw it out. We got in a big fight. Well, it's mine now, baby. And thank you, because it is getting colder. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad it went to a good cause. I appreciate you. I appreciate him. I appreciate us. Gotta go. chorus please oh my god how did i make it this far why i why can't i be where you are my god i think i'm dying let me go back into precious daddy precious daddy so you (laughs) you get you get all types of daddies in new metal and and saliva decided to give us precious daddy according to songmeanings.com not to get all heavy on y'all but according to commenter too bad so Josie wrote this song for his dad who died in 1997 in New York City. He was shot while driving his semi-truck. Okay, fair enough. But then this comment takes a turn. My brother and Josie are good friends. They went to elementary school together, then met back up in high school and have been friends since. Unfortunately, I never get to meet him. Hopefully, I will one day. I wonder about your brother and his best friend Josie that you never get to meet. Yeah. You're going to need some receipts. Hey, uh, hey bro, um where were you last night? I invited you to the party. Why didn't you come? I was hanging out with Josie. Oh, you could have caught him to the party. I mean, done no, would have been so I, I couldn't. Oh man, everybody was so hyped. I told everybody My, that you're no. friends with him. 
Well, uh, my car is full of boxes. Oh, jeez, it stinks. What, couldn't you take in Josie's car? Uh, Josie, uh, no, his car was being borrowed. That's crazy. Oh, man. Maybe next time, though. He wants to meet you for sure. Oh, that, that'd be so great. If you could just bring it, that'd be great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, next time. Yeah. Um. All right, cool. Stop um, asking about it. Oh, he's well. He's hanging out with one of the Byler brothers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh man. So that's the album. It's every six seconds. Um, I'm certain someone will let us know how many seconds over six seconds we went talking about this album. Let us know how many six seconds are in this episode. That'd be nice. That should be pretty easy math. But now I think it's time to talk about Canon Talk. I'll start. Saliva have created New Butt, a pure merging of new metal and butt rock, the likes of which I have never seen. I enjoyed myself, but I wasn't always proud of it. At all the same time, I had a good time. I got changed. I got some big hooks, got some big courses. Supermodels stared at me for an extremely long period of time, made me uncomfortable, even though it was through a computer screen from 2001. But I don't think I had to put anything in the can, and I know, I don't know that. Maybe no one will say, hey, what about click, click, boom? But I I think it, they should be happy with the platinum plaques and the, the omnipresence in the in the world. Listen, we will all die one day, but click, click, boom, it's going to outlive us all. Forever. It will. <laughs> as long as there's a ramp that somebody wants to jump something off of, they're going to need click, click, boom. That's true. Jenny, your thoughts? I mostly agree with you. This album, as much as I didn't like it, it was fun to listen to, which sounds like a weird thing and, uh, you know, whatever. Let's not dissect my brain. But I wouldn't put anything in the canon. Um, it felt too much like cashing in. And I I guess like it, it's just so representative of like the negative thing that somebody would point to when thinking of this genre. That it's, it's certainly not something that I think anybody needs to listen to. But if they did, I don't think they'd be like raked over the coals or anything. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's all right. Matt? You know, I came in with some pretty strong emotions about saliva i mean this was a band that i didn't think we should do for a very long time and i softened and said yeah let's do it and then they decided to reunite and i think a lot of people are going to be super happy about that i don't in fact i know for a fact that this band is not for me the back half of the album is a lot more of what I was expecting from the band. The front half felt a little too try hard for me. I feel like there isn't any new ground being broken by this band. I feel like they absolutely understand what they're doing. Their song craft is on point and their performances are exactly where they need to be for what they're trying to do. That being said, it's not for me, and I don't think it's exemplary 
of the style or genre. So therefore, no canon for saliva. There you have it. No canon for saliva, but what a journey. You know, that weird, the weirdest possible way I could say. You know what? No canon for saliva. No <laughs> soup for you. That's okay. Listen, they might not be in the canon, but you're probably going to be thinking about them every six seconds. Or you're going to be thinking about sex, according to them. You're going to be thinking about a lot of things. Every six seconds. Every six seconds. And that does bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. We have a live show coming up. It's true. January 19th, 2020. 2020. 2020. We are doing a live show at Snow Day at Go Comedy Improv Theater, 2 o'clock in the p.m. Have we announced what album we're doing yet? I don't think no. We have. I don't think we have. If you've made it this far into the episode. Congratulations. Congratulations. Here's the secret code to Narnia. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, we will be doing Jay-Z, Linkin Park, Collision Course. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about this mashup to end all mashups. New metal. Rap. It's happening. We will see you there. It'd be wonderful. On Till next time. Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt? Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye-bye.